It's the right time for Western Oklahoma. I'd like to welcome into the Shepherd Home Health and Hospice Studios one of our friends, District Attorney Angela Marcy. Good morning, Angela. Good morning, Todd. Were your ears burning too much? They were. <laughs> As I pulled into the parking lot, I heard that you were going to text me uh, to see if I was on my way. I stood up for you, though. Did I, you hear I that did part? hear that part, there Mustafa. I heard you, you say that morning, I would be t- here. Yes, so. good morning. Good morning. Good Ms. morning. DA. It's good to see you. Yes, same for me. Pleasure. Well, as we talked about all morning, we brought you in to talk about the latest Trump indictments. So we're going to spend the next hour uh, talking about that. But first, no. Uh, by the way, uh, congratulations on being on the uh, uh, district district attorney's board, which is uh, always a cool honor to be involved with that. It is. It is. Um, it gives me the opportunity to fight for District 2, not just in District 2, but also on a statewide level, and um, also to continue to fight for the district attorney's system on a statewide level, um, you know, because I'm just one of 27 DAs, and um, of course I have the best district, and I tell people <laughs> that all the time. Um, but um, you know, we we really have issues with uh, recruitment and retention statewide yeah. of attorneys and staff, and um, you know that's that's one of the things that's very important for me to focus on and then of course there are legislative issues that uh, i work on as well on a statewide level to make things better for for all of us yeah funding solves all those issues and unfortunately uh, funding is just not where it needs to be for uh, any district attorney offices really that's true you know it's a you know Funding uh, adequately, uh, being able to pay uh, our attorneys as well as our support staff um, is it's it's critical um, to be able to provide services to the public. If you can't get good people to do the job, um, it, it really creates it really creates issues. You know, for example, um, you know if you hopefully you don't have to come and and uh, see me at my office right but if yeah. you were to find yourself a victim of a crime especially a, a violent crime would you rather have a lawyer that has practiced law and has dedicated their life to seeking justice for victims for I don't know 10 15 20 years in the courtroom representing and standing there on your case or would you rather have a lawyer who just graduated from law school last year um, and not that there's anything wrong with that person. Yeah. I mean, who, who do Experience, you want though, speaking yeah. for you? Who do you want to be your voice in the courtroom? And so that's how that's how important it is, right? Well, and it, and it takes dedication. And I appreciate you and everybody else in the office because let's just be honest: uh, if you want to make money in law, you go into private practice. I mean, that's that's just a fact, right? There's more money to be made, but there's something about serving the public, and uh, that's a sacrifice. You know, it, it is, and um, you, you make that decision. You know, when I first started um, in the DA's office in Oklahoma County, they had these people called career prosecutors that worked there that had been lawyers in the DA's office, and they just dedicated their life to to this job, to this, it's my passion, you know, yeah. and so they dedicated their life to that, um, and 
unfortunately, um, we we see over and over again that we don't have those those same career prosecutors um, in in this system. Um, also, uh, not just because of money, but you know it's stressful. It's yeah. it's a different time. I've seen a lot of changes over the last twenty seven years, and um, so it's it, it's it's a hard job. What's, I mean, what's been the biggest change that you've seen in the last 27 years, so to speak? Oh is there gosh. anything to stand out? You know, the biggest thing we're seeing is the, the continued push for criminal justice reform um, and, a, and a lack of a focus on victims. Yeah. Even though several years ago we put in our Constitution victims' rights, um, it, there has been a shift Right. And so those victims voices, I feel like, are being drowned out more and more. And that's probably the biggest one of the biggest changes that, that I've seen. That is probably tragic in so many ways, because uh, I agree with you so much in that the victim normally gets victimized twice. And I, I've seen that in a few cases. And it's, it's just saddening to know that it takes a little bit of money and a good attorney to represent you to begin with, and I'm not so sure the prosecutors are set up to do this anyway. Coming from Dallas-Fort Worth area, I saw a lot of attorneys do what Todd said, you go out in private practice, and those guys were struggling a heck of a lot more, and I saw a couple of them I know of that went into practice, private practice, and then turned around and went back to work for the DA's office there in Fort Worth. So. And then sometimes, you know, and this is just a hypothetical, but you could have, uh, you know, an attorney that was in private practice that uh, decides to run for attorney general as a conservative Republican, and then it turns out they're actually a Democrat and uh, uh, they, uh, you know, are in favor of liberal policies and, uh, you know, trying to go after people in their own party. I, I've heard of that happening <laughs> in some places. So can we but, get back to talking about yes. Mike Merlin. Yes. See how we get uh, things thrown in there that really didn't yeah. you know, know, part object. of the conversation to start to with. But, uh, but, uh, but no, <laughs> and that's seriously the reason that you're here. It is. Uh, Want to talk about uh, Mike Murley uh, getting a wonderful award. And what was that award? I remember him when he was in, in Clinton. Yes, he was a Clinton uh, officer for 30 years and came to work for me as an investigator um, shortly after he retired. And um, he is the outstanding investigator for the entire state of Oklahoma for this last year. Wow. And, and th this is not just a perfunctory award. Um, I mean, this is this is a big deal. First of all, I think that this speaks to how well Murley is uh, liked and how well he works with with my family in District 2, because first the nomination comes from his peers. This I didn't I didn't nominate him. I certainly supported the nomination, but this was um, one of my some of my assistant DAs and support staff that nominated Mike for this award, and then it gets voted on by a state level. Um, and so, you know, I think I think the nomination shows um, the quality of the people that we have working in District 2. We also had one of our secretaries that was nominated for uh, Secretary Outstanding Sports Staff and Secretary of the Year, Aaron Shepard from my Custer County office, and Victim Advocate 
nominated from my Washita County office again from our peers, right? It's awesome. And so, I mean, it shows that uh, how well liked and how well we all work together within this district. And then, unfortunately, even though I believe uh, Tisa Jones in Washita County is uh, the best advocate in the state of Oklahoma, and that Aaron is one of the best secretaries in the state of Oklahoma, the the um, the vote at the statewide level went a different direction for those two, but Mike did get the award. Um, and you know, competition is fierce in all of these categories, and that's that's why um, it's such a, an honor for him to get that award. There was also uh, recognition on a longtime employee that served for you and uh, many of the other district attorneys who we lost not long ago. Right. Barbara Arez um, was one of my secretaries um, in the Custer County office, and she passed away about a year ago. And, um, you know, we wanted to recognize her her uh, service, even though she was no longer with us. And so she worked for four district attorneys. Wow. And um, she was, uh, she trained a lot of uh, DAs, a lot of assistant DAs, and even a few of the judges that we still have on the bench. <laughs> so uh, Mike was injured in the shot or something like that. That yeah. was shortly after I came to Clinton, after I moved back to Clinton. I understand that he was. I remember when that happened a few blocks from where I live, and I speak on that, if you will. He was. He was injured. He was shot in the line of duty. Uh, fortunately, um, the injuries um, were ultimately not life-threatening, very scary situation uh, whenever you have a police officer shot at um, in, the, in the line of duty. And um, I actually... And that was before he came to work for me. Um, of course, I worked with him at Clinton before as a, uh, you know, as an officer. But um, I had the privilege to uh, do that trial myself. And, um, you know, what was the verdict? Well, the, the, the man who shot him is in prison for the rest of his life. He was found guilty. So um, that's where he needs to be so that he can't hurt any anyone else. Yeah, we've got. Uh more folks in your office that uh, got some recognition. Want to talk about that next. District Attorney Angela Marcy, our guest on The Right Time for Western Oklahoma, brought to you by Priority Home Medical Equipment. Say farewell to summer at its All About Moi in downtown Weatherford during their goodbye summer sale. Now through Thursday, buy one, get one, 60% off all regular price women's clothing and 40% off women's sneakers. Mix and match your favorite styles to create the perfect back-to-school outfits. Then explore the bargains in the back to get an additional 75% off previously marked down items. Shop online to get the same BOGO 60% off regular price clothing, no code needed. Shop MOA's Goodbye Summer Sale. It's all about MOA, where it's all about you. The food was awful. The staff was rude. I left three messages, and they never called back. It takes one bad review like this to completely derail your business. Don't let these people write your story for you. Be in control of what is being said about you and write your own story. Think of it like buying insurance for your business. Protection against bad word of mouth. Radio advertising is the avenue you need to create a consistent, positive message. Let's brand your business together. Give me, Courtney Grable, a call at Write Broadcasting, and let's work together to write your future. Brian Baca is an investment advisor representative of and advisory services offered through Royal Fund Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Financial planning means different things to different people. Sorting out all of the options and choices can be extremely overwhelming. 
This is Brian Backa with Advanced Financial Strategies in Clinton. How much monthly income will you need to sustain your lifestyle for as long as you live? What will retirement look like for you? Will you run out of money before you run out of life? Will your income in retirement be fully taxed or fully tax-free? Do you even know that you have a choice? Are you maximizing your 401k or retirement contributions? Most people don't even know their options or whether they're maximizing them or not. We've all heard the old saying when it comes to vehicles and maintenance, pay me now or pay me later. That same saying even applies to financial planning. There are so many puzzle pieces to financial planning. We've been helping people with these puzzle pieces for the past 29 years. Let us show you what financial planning looks like from an independent point of view. Give us a call for complimentary appointment, 323-6800, or visit our website, retirewithbacca.com. After 5 o'clock, prices are back at the Water Zoo for the rest of the year. Grab all your friends and family and head for the Water Zoo Indoor Water Park in Clinton. With a 400-foot lazy river, three four-story slides, plus an activity pool and a wave pool, there's so much fun to be had at the Water Zoo. Arrive after 5 p.m. and you'll get the special After 5 pricing for everyone in your family or group, including the Cubs Cove toddler area with a little tiger slide just for them. The Water Zoo Indoor Water Park just off I 40 in Clinton. Hi, I'm James with Western Equipment. Listen up, any high school junior and senior, and any parent or grandparent of any high school junior or senior. By your junior and senior year, it's time to start planning for a job. Right now, if you don't know what you want to do, check out the John Deere AgTech program through Western Equipment. It's a two year program, and afterwards, we guarantee you a solid job at one of our 21 locations in Texas, Oklahoma, or New Mexico. Now is the time. Visit west equip.com forward slash careers for more information to apply. Welcome back to the right time for Western Oklahoma. Todd and Mustafa filling in for Harold and with us to talk more about the latest Trump indictment. District Attorney Angela Marcy and uh, back to the district attorney board and some of the recognition. A couple of your assistant DAs were also recognized. Right. So Gina Webb, she's my managing attorney in uh, Beckham County, was recognized for 25 years of um, service in the DA system. And Ricky McPherson, my first assistant, who primarily works out of the Custer County office, was recognized for 30 years of uh, service. And, you know, they they are, when I talk about those career prosecutors, Gina and Ricky are examples of that. And thank God for that, because as we as we were talking about earlier, that just doesn't happen much anymore. It doesn't. It it really doesn't. Um, I go to these conferences and um and I don't I don't see a lot of faces I recognize anymore. Yeah. And, you know, back, you know, 10 years ago when I would go to these conferences, I would see people that these career prosecutors and and a lot of them have retired now. Um, some are DAs um, in other in other dis- DA districts. Um, and then, you know, the ones there, there are just a lot of people leave and just go into private practice. Or you have uh, people just out of law school, which has become even more liberal uh, over the last 20 years, without a doubt, that they decide to uh, go work for the Department of Justice, uh, where they indict, uh, you know, presidents and, and things like that. So it's just a different world we live in now. It is a different world that we live in. Absolutely, Todd. <laughs> How did you figure that one out? <laughs> Absolutely. Bravo, Todd. Oh, my goodness. So, so but before we get out of here, really, and, and I'm just I'm going to take uh, take off your D.A. hat, just your, your legal mind. 
right or wrong, no matter what anybody feels, it's kind of unprecedented what we're seeing in our country right now, where the Justice Department of one administration is uh, indicting a former president who also is running it. It's it's crazy times we're living in, isn't it? It really is um, an unprecedented time. You know, I think, um, you know, what one of the other things that I've seen, and it, and it kind of goes along with that criminal justice reform, we have progressive district attorneys in other areas of the the country. We have we have people in the federal system um, who are are um, you know appointed by political uh, figures and um, you know the bottom line for me is that politics doesn't have anything to do with filing charges you know evidence does we have to look at and, and it doesn't matter who the person is no. right um, it doesn't that and it's it, it's critical to make sure that we have people in in our offices um, and making these decisions that are making decisions for the right reasons that are making that are that are not so enamored with what's next or that are um, not so enamored and and with the power that that comes um, with that position um, it you got to have good people in place, and so local control is really, really important. Yeah. So when I hear terms like Todd would refer to the Supreme Court as being liberal or less liberal or more, how how do we how do we avoid the politics in that regard? So I, I mean, you know, at the local level, is is it much of a concern though in terms of what party affiliation is? No. In fact, judges are not, they can't even run with a party affiliation. And so, I mean, and that's the thing, you know, with regard to judges, um, you know, they're they're trying to, a lot of people are spinning that it's a liberal or a conservative stance, right? These judges, whether you agree with their decision or not, are reviewing the law and trying to make the best decision that they can in that circumstance. Um, And, you know, of course, everybody comes from their position, right, from what they did before. And so, of course, even judges have some kind of lean, lean, right? It's human nature. It's human nature. As long as you have judges on the bench who are making decisions based on the law and trying to do what's right, regardless of how they lean, then then that's really what you want. And Oklahoma's system is set up, I believe, to have judges in those positions for the right reasons. And so, I, you know, our Supreme Court and our Court of Criminal Appeals and our Civil Appeals Court, um, you know, there's a there's a very specific process that has to occur before they even get put on that court um, a pretty rigorous process and, and some people are trying to change exactly, exactly. <laughs> and and that actually what they're trying to do will make it more political not yes, less political exactly and so the reason that we have the system that we have now is because of abuses before and so 
you know, no system is perfect, right? You, you Yes, you're going to get... It, it usually takes some unfairness somewhere to even get change in order to get new stuff. To, it has to be a problem to start with, but it just try to change the subject a little bit. I always throw you a curve. You, how much is. of how much of our attorney fees are going out of state at at the capital and in terms of percentage? Is that a big deal? I've heard it tossed around that there's been some people concerned about Governor Stitt and his in house attorneys not being used as much as some of the attorneys out of state. So So and I think you're talking maybe about the McGirt issue. Yes, yes. So my understanding is that the lawyer that represents, that's handling that, is an in-state lawyer. It's just not a government lawyer. It is a it is a private retained attorney. Um, the legislature actually allocated some funds for the governor to use for that okay. several years ago. So, you know, and. He may have hired someone from out of state, and I just don't know it. Um, but the last I knew, it was some. It was a firm in state, and it was a local attorney. But I think, in in fairness, and it depends on the issue, because he wouldn't be the first governor there, or even even our own legislature has hired out of state attorneys that specialize in maybe certain areas that they didn't think that somebody here locally did would be the other side of the coin too. I guess right. Exactly. We we do have some legislators that have hired an out-of-state firm to look at the glossop issue that, you know, and so... And, and uh, talking about victims now, here, obviously, we have some victims somewhere. It's very rarely ever spoken about, so... Right. The, sh- the Van Trees family um, is, um, you know, on the other side of that glossop issue, and nobody nobody talks about... Barry Van Treese. They they just talk about Richard Glossop. That's all I hear over and over and over again. And um, that's that's one of the reasons I went to the the clemency hearing, uh, the Glossop clemency hearing. I wanted to be there for the victim's family to know for them to know that they had support um through this ju- this judicial system, and that's also one of the reasons that the District Attorneys Association signed off on the amicus brief for the the United States Supreme Court. We signed off with the victim's family on the amicus brief on this on that issue. Well, you guys know my opinion. Try them in a year. You get one year for appeals. You're sentenced to death. You're dead in two years. That's the way it should work. Death row for 20, 30 years, which is happening way too much. It's just like not even having the death penalty. But that's just my opinion. So I know there's legal reasons. But to me, get it all done. Two years max. Be done. The legal reasons go back to the private part of the firms. These guys make a lot of money dragging these cases in and out of the courts. You know, it's just not, and I'm not talking about the victims again and what you do as a prosecutor, but some of these things that we pay for are by design. It seems that the attorneys have to get involved at some point, regardless of what you're doing. My kid eats cereal. We got to go get a lawyer for that, right? You know, I think, I do think um, it is important in a death penalty case because death is different, right? Right. And, and nobody's perfect and no system is perfect. And so you do want to make sure there's adequate review. And so I'll fight for that too. All right. I'll fight for that too. But, but there has to be, it has to be done right. And it does need to, there's, there's a balance, balance. there. There's a balance. And we're off balance right now. All right. Yeah, we uh, are. And uh, so you heard it. Uh, she thinks it is very unbalanced that the Biden 
Biden administration <laughs> is prosecuting uh, Donald twist, Trump. So twisting my words. That's what yeah. I do. Uh, <laughs> District Attorney Angela Marcy, thanks for all the work you do for us. We we appreciate you more than than I think that we speak about from time to time because appreciate what you and your staff do. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks so much for being a part of the show. Tune in every weekday at 6 a.m. for The Right Time with Harold Wright. Brought to you by Priority Home Medical Equipment on 99.3 News Talk KCLI.